Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Cowboys bow out, but the Penrith Panthers in front of a standing ovation clinch the minor premiership. It's the Panthers again, third time in four years. Well, they have got the blueprint, haven't they, the Penrith Panthers? And they, they took no chances in wrapping up uh, the minor premiership. Round 27 ended the regular season of the NRL, and while nine of the 17 teams will be warming up for their mad Monday commiserations as we speak, uh, the job is not over for the top eight, which includes our Warriors' return to finals footy with a huge turnaround from the last few seasons and what already a successful year. Uh, for our franchise. No one outside the club predicted a top four finish. Uh, most had them squeezing into the eight if all possible. But Webby and his lot have showed we all knew they were capable in one of their most consistent years of footy ever. It's a celebration on this side of the Tassie as we look forward to the possibilities in the playoffs and we look forward also to uh, the results uh, from the Dally M Awards. And the big dance to come on Sunday, the 1st of October. Uh, let's talk to Vossi about this, uh, who called plenty of uh, action over the weekend. Uh, Vossi, thanks very much uh, for your time this morning. In a round which uh, I suppose did tell a couple of stories, it finished a couple of arguments, but it also uh, looked at a number of franchises who sort of took it easy on their key players. Yeah, good morning, Smithy. By the way, when you say um, got everyone excited across the Tasman, I think judging by the crowd on Saturday at the Dolphins game in excess of 30,000, let me tell you, I, I thought the majority were, um, were Warriors fans. Um, there's plenty here that are on board for the Warriors uh, for the rest of the season. So even if no one from across the Tasman, no one from New Zealand came to watch them play, there will be a, a strong core of support at wherever they play games on this part of the world. But of course... In finishing top four, that is uh, locked in. They will have a home final, be it week two or week three. Yeah, from the weekend, it, I, I almost dismiss, like, so in the case of Storm Broncos, and they're playing against each other again this week now, I, I don't think I take anything out of um, last week's game. Like, I, I don't think it means 1% bearing on to what happens, given there were 22 players um, out, at least 22 so, yeah, very hard for tips as the final round when it was like that. But what I do know is, is teams that you thought um, were going to have a better crack than what they did didn't. And there's a good reason why Souths and the Cowboys aren't playing finals football. And I witnessed it in the last round. Can I state the bleeding obvious? Just not good enough. <laughs> and, mm. you know, the Cowboys were down 26-0 at halftime against Penrith. You know, in a game where if they win, they're in. And the Rabbitohs taking on the Roosters. Um, 13 errors from Souths, uh, 16-12 with 10 to go, just couldn't get the job done and miss the finals, having led the comp after round 11. So some major disappointments out of the weekend, but well done to the eight who have qualified. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, they, they were the games I was uh, going to focus on because they they mattered the most. But um, in uh, over the weekend, what did we see? Yeah, the storm you've mentioned about. Um, of the contenders then, of the contenders... 
Um, now, heading in, all of a sudden, what are you, what are you liking, perhaps, uh, now that we've settled on the eight, uh, outsides, perhaps, Penrith, outside yeah. them well, and, and, and maybe, yeah. Yeah, well, we do need to talk Penrith, obviously. I, I stand by what I've said, and I've gone the early craze. They win the competition. You know, Penrith have to play below their best uh, not to win for mine. I think it is Penrith and a space to the rest. Uh, but Parramatta mm-hmm. did show in round 26 that you have to try and get them off their game as well. And um, and you know what? I think the Warriors have the ability. I, you see, I, I made a statement this morning, our Monday morning segment, we have Cameron Smith and Greg Alexander, great analysts. But I reckon, you know, when I look at Warriors Penrith, if, if, I think Adam Fanua Blake can be the best prop on the field. You know, I think he can he can um, show the way. We know how we know what we're going to get from Joe Fisher Harris. We know what mm. what we're going to get from Moses Leonard. But I believe Adam Fanua Blake then has a little X factor more so than those two blokes. So I think they can I think they can actually win the battle up front, the Warriors. So where that goes from there, does that convert to points? Possibly not. But you know, I give them a hope there. The sides outside. Penrith. I mean, the Knights' form is so real. Nine wins in a row have scored over 25 points a game in all of those nine matches. You'd be, you'd be shocked if the Raiders could trouble them at all in Newcastle on Sunday. So Newcastle are then going to go into the second week of the finals with 10 wins in a row under their belt and scoring mm. points for fun. And their defensive stats, are, you know, our numbers are holding up as well. Oh, look, I just see Cowboys 2017 and Eels 2009 in the Knights, I think. There's no reason why they will not go deep. And, like, that's week two, week three, week four. Um, and week four is the grand final. So really excited about them from the bottom of the eight. I don't necessarily like the chances of the Sharks. The Roosters have done well to get where they are. Um, and, yeah, and I'm writing off the Raiders then. I'm, not, I'm saying they, they can't win. So... Of the teams left, of, um, I'm really impressed with Newcastle playing great football. Brisbane, a bit of an unknown because it's, you know, welcome back, so we're not really sure what we're going to get. Melbourne, I think if they played Penrith, they, they lose to Penrith, let's say, nine. I, I think Penrith's got Melbourne's measure. So I'm saying a team to threaten Penrith, it could possibly be the, New, the Newcastle Knights. Wow. Then who'd have said that uh, not that long ago, actually? Um, yeah, it was interesting uh, that Roosters um, Rabbitohs game because it has feeling anyway, but it did have the most meaning perhaps of the weekend as well. And the Rabbitohs just have uh, well, love compounded really, I, I suppose, to put a, 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 a polite word on it. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, through eleven rounds, like they were leaders, and you were thinking that they win the comp because their attack was real. They were scoring thirty points a game, and their defence was that of. You know, Penrith-like. It was only conceding 11 and 12 a game. So you thought, and the turnaround on those numbers is is so stark. And again, on the weekend, you know, 26 points conceded against the Roosters. Um, as I mentioned, the 13 errors. Um, Cody Walker totally off his game since State of Origin. That's a statement of fact. You know, he hasn't had a man of the match performance. He was man of the match in Origin 3. Goes back to club form. And, and seriously, he's been lucky to be 60 or 70% the player he was in Origin. So that's really disappointing Mitchell didn't play in the last round. That doesn't help. So South Sydney go out with a you know with a whimper, um, and but the same could be said of the Cowboys, um, Smithy. Um, you know they they were on a roll and playing great football, and again scoring lots of points. And against Penrith the other night, with it all to play for, well, but, you know Penrith are the champion side. But some of the numbers, you know, it was nine line breaks to three. It was twenty six nil at half time. 
And Penrith aren't the biggest offloading side in the competition. They're 21 offloads. So that means that Cowboys' defence was so ineffectual on the front line that you know, they don't deserve to play finals. You know, they're, they're miles off the pace. And there's some real soul-searching to be done. And then I've even mentioned Parramatta, who had the bye, of course. The grand finalists of last year have missed mm. the finals as well. So three of the four preliminary finalists from last year, so three of our top four, are not playing finals this year. That's staggering. Well, the great news for us, uh, Vossi, is that you have uh, been appointed to do the Warriors-Panthers game, and uh, it's, it's fairly cool for us over here. Uh, Vossi, tell us um, uh, about our chances here. Okay, you said they're going to win the comp, uh, but there is possibilities. We know we know what uh, playoff uh, football and uh, head-to-head sport is all about on the night as such. What do we have to do uh, a lot better than perhaps uh, let's disregard last week because most people want to disregard that round, I don't. Um, but what do we have to do to get that momentum back uh, against the Panthers? Yeah. What gives us a, a sniff? Yeah, yeah I, so I stand by that. If Penrith play what you're not, you, you, you can't go into the game expecting Penrith to play poorly. You have to make them play poorly. Like you have to make them, force them into errors. Now, Parramatta went with, I've seen a couple of different tactics tried in the last month of the Premiership. One from Titans and Manly, they kicked early to see if they could you know, turn Penrith around, see if that worked. I would call that minimal impact. Had a little bit of an impact, but minimal. Parramatta's offloading game in the first half two weeks ago was, was very good. There's no doubt that put a dent in the, um, in the Penrith defence. And once a few points got on the board, Parramatta's confidence, their, their own confidence, uh, it wasn't so much Penrith's lack of confidence, it was Parramatta grew wings on the back of getting points. So it's, it's easier said than done, but early points. You know, Penrith are the masters of you know, getting first try, 12 nil, or, or it being tight for 25 minutes, and yet you look up at the scoreboard at halftime and they lead 20 nil. They are the masters of that. So I think the Warriors' best hope, if you could somehow come up with a game plan that says we will score first, you know, yeah, we'll score inside 15 minutes. So that means they have to come to the game, not just complete your sets and kick, um, early in the game. They've got to come with an X factor, I think, the Warriors. I think Andrew Webbs has got the ability to do it, do something a little bit different in that first 15 minutes uh, to try and take control of the game. That doesn't mean pushing passes and all the rest, but, but something out of the box, something to surprise Penrith um, might work for the Warriors. I do think that the Warriors forwards can more than hold their own against uh, Penrith. And then, of course, they have to put pressure on around the halves Easier said than done, but Nathan Cleary, Jack Cogger's there. It's no Jerome Luai, so they can't possibly be at their best. Um, and, and mix up the kicking game. I've seen teams just pepper Tito Taruva with kicks nonstop. No, no, mix it up. Just, you know, Brian Tyler's stick it out on his wing. Well, no one kicks to me anymore. Well, no, well, let's, let's throw some heat his way then, you know. Let Sean Johnson put up a few Sean Johnson specials early if he gets that opportunity and, uh, and spread that around. So I think there's a few ways, but it's an enormous challenge. Um, but I do believe the Warriors are capable. They've got a coach who's, who's got a team buying into whatever he says. And uh, I've just got a feeling he knows the Penrith system inside out. Having coached there, he might just come up with a surprise. Yeah, I, I think he's been, uh, this has been on his calendar for a long time. And we, we rate him uh, very, very highly. Broncos, Broncos Storm. Tough, yeah. Like the, the Melbourne record is phenomenal. Uh, against Brisbane, it's amazing. It's Uncorp Stadium. It really is a, the home away from home. But you know, I, I don't know whether Brisbane's had a side this good for a long time. I, I, it's a lot of asset, the facets of the Melbourne team that 
if I'm taking them on, obviously I fear Munster. You know, I, I fear Grant. I fear Jerome Hughes a bit. And now you've got Ryan Pappenhausen three games into a comeback to the NRL. But the rest of the team, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not that, you know, it's a backline. Warbrick, might be Seve, um, Tadamatia, Coates, you know. Are you, are you shaking your boots? You know, it's not, it's, there's, there's no English, there's no Billy Slater, you know what I mean? It's not, it's not the great mm. Melbourne backline of days gone by. And then I get into the forwards and players like Trent Liero and Josh King and, Christian Wells, like they're all very good players, but I'm not saying they're not great players. So Brisbane's form, they've got to back themselves. It's how, really how they handle the finals. If they can somehow get the mentality that it's a, it's just another game rather than you know the expectation of a final. I, I have I have Brisbane winning. Although I will pass on. I had Cameron Smith and Brandy Alexander tipping Melbourne this morning, but I'm, I'm going to say Brisbane open the finals with a win. Okay, that's cool. Uh, you've got Knights uh, convincingly to beat the Raiders, I think, and then that leaves Sharks Roosters. Sharks Roosters on the back of uh, the Roosters over the weekend, and the Sharks twenty four six over the Raiders. Yeah, Sharks weren't very good, uh, really. I like they were okay, and, and no better than okay. I thought yesterday against Canberra, um, yeah, it was and the send off in the last twenty one minutes, and that's where the Sharks got on top. But it was half time; it was Raiders in front six four, so. No, certainly not carried away with Cronulla's form. Roosters probably a tad better going into the finals. I'll go with the momentum. I'll go with uh, the Roosters to beat the Sharks on uh, Saturday night. It might be as far as they get, but that will still have been a, a big effort from where they were. We we had them as the biggest disappointment of the season there at one stage. Um, and they've come with you know, a great run home to make the finals. So I think they'll get to the second week. I think they can beat the Sharks, which will be disappointing for Cronulla because they went out in straight games last year. Um, so that would be uh, zero and three in finals under Craig Fitzgibbon. But um, no, you've got to tip a winner. I'm tipping the Roosters against the Sharks at the, well, it's a bit of a talking point over here, the 11,000 seat capacity Shark Park. Okay, let's uh, look also uh, then at the Dally M's because uh, now um, players can do no more, really, as such. Have you, have you discussed that at all with your, your think tank uh, with Cameron and, and Brandy? Yeah, well, I've only really gone with Coach. The actual player of the year, I haven't really... I, I, to be honest, I couldn't even quote you what the numbers were when when they went into the I don't follow it closely. What I have seen um, of teams like the Newcastle Knights, whatever the polling was, um, I know that Kalen Ponga is going to be Tom Trebojevic-like in picking up points. The form from Manly there a couple of years ago. Ponga, wherever he was, had missed a lot of football, but he, he's going to get a lot of three points there in the... I uh, didn't play on the weekend, but in the previous uh, eight games that the Knights had won. So there's going to be points for Kalen, no doubt. Dylan Edwards, again, has been exceptional for Penrith. Um, you know, I, every game he'd be a contender for points, Dylan Edwards. He's just so damn consistent. Um, and, and then at the Warriors, I think Sean Johnson, quite obviously. You know, it'd be a beautiful story if, if Sean was to win it. I think a very tight race. Um, you know, maybe even joint medalists wouldn't surprise somewhere. It might be... It might be that close. I don't have a standout, I must admit. Um, so it, it could be very close in the race for player of the year. And then coach of the year, well, I've already gone on record. And, and now that we have a top eight, you, know, you could lay claim and say, well, Ivan Cleary, that's a great effort, minor premiers again. But I, but I really do. I stand by the achievements of Kevy Walters, uh, the achievements of um, Andrew Webster to get their teams in the top four. I've got them as equal coaches of the year. And 
And, you know, Adam O'Brien might have something to say about that if he gets them all the way to the grand final. But if you've got to announce a coach of the year at the end of regular season, I've got Webster and Kevin Walters um, sharing the award. Well, Vossi, we're so looking forward to it. And as I said, we're uh, really chuffed to find out that you'll be calling our game uh, over here. So uh, thank you so much for your time this morning and look forward to uh, Panthers uh, Warriors Saturday night uh, under the Blue Mountains. Fantastic. And thanks for your time this morning. Yeah, no problems with you. I'm still pinching myself, really. The Warriors are top four. They haven't just made the finals. They haven't scraped yeah. in. They are top four. Yeah. They are getting a home final as well. Uh, celebrate the moment, guys. It's it's going to be big. Are you are you are you up the uh, and up the wires, man? Are you slightly? Are you thinking about grabbing hold of the rail on the bandwagon? Well, will we hear that in your commentary? Will we hear? Will you hear? Actually, you know? for whatever reason, has a soft spot for the Dolphins in their first year. But he admitted last week. He said, "I know the Warriors are playing the Dolphins this weekend. I'm going up the wires. The up the wires thing has been." A marketing master master stroke. I mean, we've got kids over here. Say up the wires, the wires. Where did it come from? How? It's it's genius. <laughs> it's, it's genius. It's there for all time. There once was a time you might have thought it uh, it applied to the Waratahs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, probably. Yeah. Look, I, as I said, whatever it is, it's had him. Him. They cut through his expression, Smithy. They had cut through. So warriors have become. As I said to you, don't worry about. Yeah, if no one in New Zealand was able to make it across the Tasman to support the team here, there will be no shortage of support for the Warriors in this final series. Yeah, okay. Well, it's a huge day. All Blacks in the morning, and uh, the Wars at night. We can't wait, uh, Vossi. And uh, as I said, we look forward to your call. Cheers, man. Have a great week. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Rudy. And well done, NRL, for putting it at a New Zealand viewer-friendly time. I think yeah, give credit where it's due. Um, that is great stuff. Great recognition of the Warriors' efforts.